Okay, okay, okay. Another sip of my coffee and then we're good to... Oh, I mean, we actually started. Hello. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Cosplay Bite, the show about cosplay, convention, and all the nerdy bits and bites. Uh, for this episode, I am once again joined by the wonderful and super sweet and talented uh, Falafel Cosplay. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me on again. Yeah, yeah, again. So this is another another installment of my little, like, what's new with this person series. Um, it's especially been helpful and interesting when I get return guests on um, throughout the face of going through the pandemic. That's basically changed the whole convention industry uh, mm -hmm. since it started last year. But... Um, the actually last last time slash first time I had you on, what I was scrolling for to find earlier was um. It featured you were the guest, and it was basically all about your thoughts and just the overall, I guess, general feeling or vibe when it comes to uh, POC cosplayers and the cosplay hobby itself. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um. So yes. that was about. Happened last month. We go on about E3, which happened last month. Okay, so it says it says July sixth. So I'm thinking, oh, I could just I could just hold down and see the actual full date, 2019. Okay, uh, that I'm was the dumb. last time. Was it <laughs> yep, really that, that long ago? Yep, yep. That was the episode 24 of my show. This was July sixth, 2019. Wow, I didn't realize that much time had passed. And yeah. then later that year. The whole world fell apart. <laughs> Almost a year later, the world fell apart. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. We go on about E three, which happened last month. Blah blah blah. Mm -hmm. I can't. I can't remember what happened at E three that year. What got wow. announced? I don't know. But in any case, Ooh, hi. Hi. <laughs> I'm glad that we could have this little uh, this cosplay catch up, if you will. Yeah. Um, so I guess yeah, we'll just open it up with that. Mm -hmm. What's been going on the past throughout all of 2020 and pretty much all of 2021 because we're in the we're in the final stretch of the year. Yeah, um, I I feel like the the biggest change in what I've been doing with cosplay and you know nerd stuff in general is that I have started streaming on Twitch. Um, yep. I am very much a pandemic streamer <laughs> that, you know, got a PC during <laughs> during quarantine. I was at home for, for all of the day. And so um, I've been streaming. My year anniversary was uh, back, I think we celebrated it in June. So June of last year was one year since I started streaming. Yeah. And uh, a wonderful, lovely, positive community of people that hang out with me twice a week while I play games and say uh, dumb stuff on on Twitch. So <laughs> um, that's been really wonderful, getting to do like craft streams with them, play video games. Um, I, I am still making costumes. It's funny because uh, I went to visit some friends. This was now back in July, and that was the first photo shoot, a cosplay photo shoot that I've done. Um, since the last time I was at a convention, which I guess was Katsu of 2020. 20, so that yep. February, uh, yep, which February was, of, yep. yeah, it, it was pretty surreal because everything that I've been doing, I've been doing inside of my apartment. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, things are starting to 
come back and I'm I'm starting to become more comfortable, though I, I haven't been to a convention yet and I'm not too sure when the next one um, that I go to will be. Yeah. Um, but just trying to navigate, you know, creating art in my space uh, has been both a challenge and, and kind of a, a blessing in a way that I was fortunate to still be able to to craft and, and make things during this time, which I'm really grateful for. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a mixture of you're grateful that you're you're able to like still like create cosplays in your downtime to help to keep the hobby alive, but then you're also afraid, I think, because like yeah, you make the outfits, but then what the hell do you do with it? Right. You don't know when you're gonna go back to a like go out with a group of friends for a photo shoot or when you're gonna like show it off to the world rather than like take selfies in your apartment like hey, I made this. Right. Yeah. 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 I think it's. Uh, that's so much of a fear that I really have with it. I mean, I'm more, I'm most afraid of, you know, illness now and, (laughs) and things like that. But, um, yeah, it's been interesting trying to, uh, create content that's kind of just from the waist up because I, I'm (laughs) self-shooting. Yeah. And so I, I have shifted to not really a shift, but I've started to incorporate more, um, uh, artistic makeup looks and things into my cosplay and, and exploring yeah, that side of artistry. Yeah, I was going to jump into that, but uh, keep going, keep going. Yeah, um, so it's it's been a little bit of problem solving in that way of like, but, but very fun um, because I didn't really uh, explore makeup too much aside from like what I usually did for my like everyday face plus like whatever color coordinated with whatever costume I was wearing. Right. Um, it wasn't really as uh, detailed or in-depth or <laughs> conceptual as the things that I've explored and started trying uh, during quarantine, which mm. has been super fun uh, working on that aspect of cosplay as well. Right, right. Yeah, so circling back slightly for you falling more in love with makeup, because I would absolutely adore you posting just just regular selfies with like just dozens upon dozens of like makeup looks Mm -hmm. Um, i I think i'm pretty sure i got this right you were able to collaborate or work with ColourPop with their animal crossing line Mm -hmm. so um they actually they held a competition on twitter where uh you submit animal crossing looks and at that point i had like over 30 Because I had done, um, <laughs> I, uh, for the month of March, which uh, March 20th was the release date of Animal Crossing. This was back, what, 2020, I guess. Yep. I had done a cosplay a day of an Animal Crossing character. And then I also did a, a Ugly Villager makeup series right before they announced this that. competition, <laughs> which is fun. And um, so I submitted and I won. So they sent me their PR package for free. And shortly after that, um, they had contacted me asking to become an ambassador for ColourPop Cosmetics, which I'm super grateful for because uh, I just really love the products that they put out and uh, the different, um, you know, pop culture collaborations they did. I mean, they've done Powerpuff Girls. They've done Sailor Moon. They've done, uh, of course, Animal Crossing 1 and then... um, it's just, it's also like really great quality makeup, very pigmented and it, it like it works on darker skin. I find it's hard with some colors and some companies. Oh yeah. Uh, 
so okay. I I'm a huge ColourPop fan. So that was that was a great experience this year too. Yeah, and then I think you also just recently were experimenting with um horror themed makeup looks. Yes. To, for I guess just for the whole month of October. Yeah. So I wish <laughs> because the world is is you know slowly starting to open up again. I am becoming more and more busy. So I'm trying to fit in as many horror things as I can this month. Um, I played around with it last year and tried prosthetics and things like that, which is very fun and new to me. And so um, I'm very inspired by the artwork of Junji Ito. Um, I adore his art style in every single one of his manga and um, his story collections. And so uh, that is kind of the premise of that I'm trying to go with this month is pulling some vivid imagery that I really enjoy in his work um, and, and recreating it in certain ways. Um, so Censor yeah. he released, uh, which was his latest manga, and I had done um, two looks based off of that. And then I just did one from Uzumaki, and I'm trying to plan out some more for this month. So Yeah, I'm actually looking at your Uzumaki right now, and uh, oh, yeah, that's insane. Thank you. <laughs> it was fun I'm to not, do. I'm I'm not into horror like at all. So mm-hmm. I mean, it's very disturbing looking. <laughs> Thank very... No, I, I take it as a compliment <laughs> because I I love horror so so much. So if I could be disturbing, then I feel like I've done what I wanted to accomplish, which is great. <laughs> Goal accomplished. Yeah, that's I love that. It's funny because a lot of the comments that I've seen so far is like, "Oh yeah, this is gross." I'm like, "Yes." Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got your just little demon time look I'm looking at. Mm-hmm. Um, Some fun stuff for, for BIPOC Vampire Day, which had happened uh, last month as well. What the heck is that about? So I, I've never heard of that. <laughs> it had started, really the start of it was uh, Black Fay Day, which if you, I don't know if you know about that, but basically. Um, I know a bit, but I'm also curious as to how that started also. So, all right. I, I wish I knew exactly which creator had um, had started Black Fay Day specifically, but basically, you know, there's always the argument of, you know, oh, in fantasy world, like, historically, da, 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 Black people wouldn't exist, which is always foolish because, again, it's fantasy world, and I don't understand why people of color cannot exist in these spaces or aren't often shown or represented in these spaces, and so... Um, group of creators said that okay we're all like we're gonna dress up as fairies and nobody's gonna stop us because we deserve to hold space in fantasy just as much as anybody um so that was where black fay day had stemmed from and then um i feel like it was black betty cosplay who decided well we should do this with other tropes where we're not often represented in in you know a fantasy so Black Fay Day was one. I believe that there is a Cottage Core Day that is coming. Um, BIPOC Vampire Day was a branch off of that. And then um, I think there's also going to be a Mermaid Day next May. So it's just ways to show representation in these fantasy realms and these tropes where, you know, we're not often represented. yeah. Which I think is really beautiful. So that's where that had come from last year, or not last year, last month. Yeah, no, those are, those are great reason to really show the community like what your side can do, and just like yeah, give yourself more representation that it's not just all 
white people this, white people that kind of thing. Right, right. right. It's just to, to, to be in solidarity with each other, but also like show representation in this space and hope to inspire future content, be it video games, be it shows, be it films, that um, we, we deserve to exist in those spaces as well. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I'm just like rapidly scrolling through your media. It's a lot of Twitch clips. We'll get into that mm -hmm. in a second. Uh, mm -hmm. Ooh, you got your first tattoo. I did recently. Yes, I did. It is actually a video game quote from my video. Is it? Yes, it is. Um, wilt thou change this world or wilt thou change thyself? Do you have any guesses? I love to ask people what, what they think it's I'm from. Looking at, I'm looking at I got my first tattoo. Guess what it's from? I'm looking at the quote like... Persona? No, not Persona. It's, I, uh, I only know, I think like one or two people had guessed correctly when I posted on Twitter, I think. But um, it is from Chrono Cross, which is the sequel to Chrono Trigger. Okay, all right. Favorite game of all time. Um, and a quote that was all, has always been impactful to me, even when I was little. Like, oh, damn. Like, <laughs> that is oh, great. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so, and I also, I, I, I don't know why, but like anytime I think of a tattoo design, like I'm into it for like a week and then I'm like, no, nah, I don't want it anymore. But this is the only one that's ever stuck in my brain as soon as I thought about it. So. Yeah. I mean, I've only played Chrono Trigger. I've never did the sequel. Never, oh, it's never incredible. It incredible. I love so much. But Favorite no, speaking, well, speaking of tattoo, cause I actually got my first one during, during the pandemic. Oh, really? Yeah. Figured, why not? And then I also got my second one, actually, two months ago. Oh, okay. Because it's that I to show you right here. So, first one was Nightwing's emblem. Yeah, oh, that's cool. Because he's my favorite character mm -hmm. in comic books. And then the second one is the Kingdom Hearts crown logo. Oh, that's cool. I like how you have the placement, too, on both of the arms like that. Oh, yeah. that looks good. Yeah, I got my love of comics on one arm, love of uh, gaming on the other. Oh, that's perfect. A, Which... a perfect balance. Yeah, yeah. Anime's not my forte, sorry. <laughs> oh, no. I'm, I'm starting to get back into watching. I, I like collecting manga, um, and I used to watch anime a lot, but I, f I fell off to, like, game more, and now I'm starting to, like, get into shows again, which has been yeah. fun. Yeah, uh, the Kingdom Hearts one especially resonates a lot more now because, uh, I mean, you've obviously probably have seen the news that uh, Sora, oh, Sora in, in, in Smash. Smash. Yes. And then, like, three people told me like when they saw the announcement they were like i instantly thought of you and it's like oh <laughs> no that's so, not the great like the best feeling when people oh associate God. with you something that you just adores yeah i've been spending like the last week watching reaction videos and honestly getting so emotional because like this is just like oh my god mm -hmm. could it could the best the best way i can describe it was from one streamer um maximilian dude um, who reacted to it and he just described it as like Sora as a character is a legal nightmare <laughs> and the fact that Sakurai was able to somehow get a deal to right. get him in the game is just mind-blowing like a giant flex it's a it's a, a wild crossover now having uh, Disney come into the Smash universe that I feel like it opens the door for more like Square Nintendo things to happen. Yeah. Um, which is awesome. Yeah. I mean, it, his stage is fantastic. 
the music choices. While I wish there was one certain track that's my all-time favorite battle theme track in the KH series, I'm just like, can it be October 18th already? Like, pause <laughs> on this. There's only nine short days away. Yeah, I just gotta get. I'm planning on like streaming like the day of after I get home from work to like just mess around with them. Nice. Uh, but speaking of which, hold on, coffee sip. Speaking of which, nice segue into streaming. Yes. So you've been doing that. Um, <laughs> I mean, I apologize. I haven't been able to catch all of your streams, but I do try to mm -hmm. pop in every once in a while. But I appreciate you, when you do. You've streamed games like Metopia. Um, I know Paper Mario is one of them, and you're still working on that. Yeah, we just finished last stream, actually. Just oh, finished, yeah. Okay. So mainly on, on Nintendo games, um, I, I consider myself a variety streamer. So I, I play whatever, you know, me and chat feels like getting into. And so um, lots yeah. of uh, PlayStation, uh, Nintendo, uh, you know, some PC games. Right now I'm playing a lot of New World. I'm playing a lot of New World. Ridiculous <laughs> amounts of New World. Like losing sleep playing New World. So oh, no. uh, I'll probably start streaming that uh, as well. Um, but then I also will have like craft streams or just chattings with everyone, which is, yeah. or are always just as fun. So. Yeah. The, um, the craft streams are always, are they always related to like your current like cosplay project that you're working on? Usually. Yeah. So it's like, if, uh, so the last one I had was probably for Noel from Genshin Impact, which I play Genshin on, on stream too. Um, and I've been churning out this cosplay. So like when I was foam smithing, like I would have a, a two cam setup where you could see you know on the table how i'm crafting and putting things together but then also like a chat cam so i can still interact with everyone and and have a good time um so it's usually whatever costume i'm working on is when and whatever i can do on camera so things that like i can't really paint if i have to have like a mask on or a respirator um right or sewing is a little difficult so i don't do that um so it's usually when i'm foam smithing and crafting that's usually what I do for craft or anything that needs to be hand painted too. Yeah. Um, let me see. So arguably like you were, you just said you just finished up paper Mario thousand year door. Mm -hmm. Uh, is that safe to say that's one of your all-time favorite GameCube games or like favorite paper Mario it's games? It's up there. It's, it's definitely my favorite paper Mario game. I think this is, this was either my third or fourth playthrough doing it. Um, ever but i i easily rank thousand year door as the best of the paper mario franchise um yeah and it's and it's up there for gamecube games i mean my favorite gamecube game is is super mario sunshine easily oh, yeah. um so I, that's my favorite mario bros game out of all of them i sunshine just has a special place in my heart but thousand year door is a great gamecube game yeah i feel really like it's is. not talked about enough it's not but I mean, it is always referenced when Nintendo wants to do a new Paper Mario game. It's like, oh, are they finally going to make it like like Thousand Year Door, which we won't and... get for a while because uh, I mean, I think it was like a a lawsuit or something that happened with the devs of Paper Mario and Nintendo, and that's why uh, Paper Mario really hasn't been the same since. With really? you know, yeah, it was this whole thing, and now instead of getting like custom characters and partners the way that you have like flurry or lady bow or you know um yoshi kid from like the first two 
Paper Mario yeah. and Paper Mario Thousand Year Door, they're they have to be like standard stock Mario enemies. So like standard your partner generic is, looking, yeah. Right. Um so unfortunately I don't think that we will get a Paper Mario like the original ones uh ever again, which is really sad because it had a humor and charm to them. Uh, but yeah. but I still think like Origami King was still great. Origami King um, wasn't that bad. It was just sometimes I just remember having a super hard time with the last boss and just figuring out the puzzle. It's like, yeah, I had to like legit look up like a, a strategy, like how to do it. Cause I was just like, it was stretching me out. Hard. I think the humor in origami King kind of harkened back to how thousand year door in the first paper Mario kind of were, yeah. but like, like color splashes and that great sticker star. I do not like it all. Like it, it was a complete shift that, I don't know. I don't know if we'll ever get that energy that Thousand Year Door or the first Paper Mario had, sadly. But or even Super well, Paper Mario, which I, I really enjoyed too. Super Paper Mario wasn't that bad either. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could always get that fix. Um, with it was also announced that now N sixty four games are coming to the Switch online, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and Paper Mario is it not on the launch roster, but, but it'll it come the, after. It's in the pipeline. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm very excited I'm, for that. I'm I'm on the fence. I think I'm just gonna have to wait to see how much it's gonna cost. I'm like I'm like Nintendo take my money. I'm all in. <laughs> I'm all in. I I desperately want it. I'm gonna get the controllers that are coming out for it. I'd well. probably get the controller like, if I do jump into this because I also uh got sucked into um Final Fantasy fourteen. Oh yeah. After I've, the whole Blizzard, Activision, Blizzard bullshit that's been going on. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, I mean, Everloon Ray wrote FF14, and it's certainly very different than how WoW is structured. Mm. Um, but, I mean, I'm still I'm still in the free trial era. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, same. Which is, it's nuts how much, how much they give you for the free trial they compared to WoW. They give you a lot of content. A lot of content for free in Final Fantasy fourteen, which is which I appreciated I when really I started. Because um, I'm a huge fan of like of the Final Fantasy franchise. Um, fourteen, I hadn't gotten into, of course, until this year when I had gotten a, a PC and built my PC and was able to like actually dive into it because um, I wanted to play with friends that way. Yeah. Uh, and and I was just yeah, I was shocked like how much that they they let you do and level up to just for free before you pay for the actual the actual game. I feel that way about Genshin, too. I mean, Genshin is completely free to play. I mean, it's a gotcha game, so, like, if you want to spend your money to try to get characters and stuff, by all means. But, I yeah, mean, you get an entire world to play for free. Your, wife, your waifu and husbando list. Right. Either get addicted. I couldn't... I tried Genshin. I couldn't get into it mm. like, fully as, as hard as I know some other people have. Which I mean, good good for them. Ha happy that you're able to like sink your teeth into it. But I Genshin just... Genshin was my last game that I was really obsessed with. That I was playing like constantly before <laughs> New World. Um, I was trying to explain to people who were asking about New World too because um, I think it's a perfect medium in like MMOs where you have Genshin, which is like very easy, very simple, very straightforward. That kind of play yeah. for like the look and feel of it. Um, and then like Final Fantasy 14, which I, I like to play, but I get overwhelmed easily <laughs> in Final Fantasy 14. I feel like New World is like a happy medium in between. 
Um, is it? Yeah. Yeah, which has been just and and especially if you play with the right people, like every time I hop on with friends, it's just so fun. Yeah, so fun. I, I mean, I I haven't really played fourteen with friend because it's unlike wow, it's strictly like a single player experience. Mm-hmm. Where I guess you can group up with friends if you want to like farm raids or dungeons to get specific mounts or gear. And I'm actually telling myself to like pump the brakes a bit because like I know because where I'm at right now is that I'm in the in between between a realm reborn and heaven's word. I have mm. I'm, I'm in that middle section like like the bridge, and I'm like trying to like let's go let's go let's go get heaven's word, but like I'm trying to tell myself wait slow down a second. Yeah. Try to like take in the story as you go. Before you like buckle in and like really start ready to dive into this, because I think I do want to keep this for the long haul. So mm-hmm. then I just gotta, I gotta meter out like when do I want to start paying for this? Like at what months? Do I want to try to, like, <laughs> well, because then I also gotta buy like Stormblood. I gotta buy Shadowbringers. Right. Buy it's any, it could any... be an it's like an investment. It really is. Yeah. 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 And then, as of this point, the only other game I have on my list is um mario party superstars yes very excited yeah very very excited i'm hoping i can get to play with some friends maybe i can schedule some like online with like all the cosplay friends that we both have gotten to know Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. something i don't know because i didn't i didn't get super paper mario super mario super mario Party. i didn't i didn't pick that up Mm -hmm. um but i think the nostalgia just hitting me for this this upcoming one yeah i'm i'm so in very excited huge mario party fan um so like i I can't wait it's gonna be so much fun oh yeah even though i've only played mario party 2 out of the n64 games that were released oh yeah two was the only one i played out of the wait out of all of the mario party franchise out of the ones that were on the n64 okay which i believe was one two and three right because four was the gamecube yeah, four kicked off GameCube. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then sort of on the heels. Don't worry, we'll get back to cosplay in a second. <laughs> I, sorry, sorry, listeners. I know I always do this. I, I'm sorry, but then I also I don't care with my show. We just have to, uh, we have to nerd <laughs> out for a second. It's all right. Um, I want to try cloud gaming specifically. I'm gonna give um the new Guardians of the Galaxy game a shot. Oh. It's coming on the Switch via cloud gaming. Oh, I did not know this. I want to give it a shot and see how it runs. Because... Uh, like what's what like genre of game it's going to be? It's like MMO or like a adventure? Like the Guardian game? Oh, yeah. God, I can't remember. Um, it it's like an action RPG kind of thing because it's done by I think it's done by the same team that did Marvel Avengers. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, but like on the offshoot of that, um, when they announced Sora for Smash, um, they teed that, oh, hey, all the Kingdom Hearts games are coming to the Switch. Oh, yeah, so that, is that also going to be through cloud gaming? Through cloud gaming, which is odd, which is odd because like the Switch can handle, like I'm thinking all the Kingdom Hearts games except for three. So it's bizarre that all of them are cloud gaming. Hmm. I'm not too sure. Yeah, so I, I want to give that a shot. Even though I've already played the Kingdom Hearts games dozens upon dozens of times. I'm just thinking controller-wise. Like, trying to adjust to the Switch controller playing 
Kingdom Hearts. I guess would oh, be kind of not, like. No, I don't think it'd be that difficult. I guess you not. Could, you yeah. could either, you could easily map out like how a PS2 controller would look. Right. Um, Interesting. So, going back to you mentioned you're playing Genshin, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm 100 positive Noel is. Oh yeah, you said so, and I and I knew I knew prior that Noel was a Genshin Impact character. She's Rock Element, right? Um, yeah, so she she is Geo, uh, a tank, you know, huge um, broadsword wielder. Uh, I think cute, I have her, yeah. Like little maid who's also a knight, and I adore her very much so. And so um, it's almost finished. I keep procrastinating, honestly, <laughs> on it because, but there are a few things I need to do to the armor and attachments, but um, she is close to, to being done, which is great. Yeah. Any other? Is that the only Genshin character that you want to tackle, or are you? So I, I <laughs> have cosplayed Mona. Um, what I wanted to do on TikTok, and I need to finish making these these videos, is show how you can flip a purchase cosplay. Um, because there's okay. always there's often a debate in the cosplay community of like whether or not purchase cosplays are valid, which they 100% are. You know, you're still cosplaying as that character, whether or not you made it. Um, but there can be some elements when you purchase a cosplay that uh, sometimes I've had them fall apart. Uh, I have them missing pieces. Um, and I've also had pieces that just didn't look all that great. The way that you know these cosplay uh, sellers and resellers will make certain accessories and pieces like that. So I purchased yeah. a Mona cosplay online and then took all of the accessories and remade it. And I'm also going to... Um, redo aspects of the bodysuit that th- that they have sent and show that process so that people if they want to try to like ease their way into crafting but don't really know where to start and it's like oh well if you want to buy a cosplay but then just redo these pieces like this is how you would do it um yeah. so i'm working on that now so mona is the other genshin character and there's a few others that i think would be fun to cosplay but those are the two on my list right now yeah what else um, I know when we last talked, uh, the main focus of the episode was POC and cosplay. Um, I mean, we don't have to talk about it for a long time because that's what that first episode was for. But mm-hmm. do you think, how has it changed, if at all, since then? I mean, you, you mentioned, um, like the POC black community coming together cosplay-wide with, um, Black Fay Day, and then mm-hmm. um, BIPOC Vampire Day. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I guess how has it changed like in the last two years or so since we had last talked about it? In your eyes, would you think? Um, I think that there is still, you know, a positive community amongst uh, BIPOC creatives and specifically Black cosplay content creators um, and have created a very uh encouraging and loving community amongst ourselves i do think unfortunately you know we will still get hit with the you know such and such character isn't black you shouldn't be cosplaying this character if you don't look like this character and those kinds of you know troll harassment comments on things um i feel like i i also feel like because conventions haven't been happening Everything has kind of existed in this bubble on the internet as well. And so 
I don't know. I don't see any significant change away from the harassment that black cosplayers and and BIPOC cosplayers have received, unfortunately. I do feel like the support system has grown immensely because we all have been at home. So more people have been encouraged to start cosplaying. Um, sure. A lot of people, especially on TikTok, have found a lot of growth in their craft and their following and meeting other, you know, black or BIPOC content creators and collaborating with new people and getting to meet a lot of new people. So I think the community has grown and has become stronger. Um, I don't know if we'll ever escape that kind of harassment of, of racism in the cosplay community. I think that yeah. more people are aware of it and are willing to help call it out now. Uh, those who are not a part of the BIPOC community, I've seen a lot, of, a lot more uh, allyship uh, than I had before the pandemic and before we last talked. Yeah. Um, but it, it's still something that we have to work for and, you know, trying to both call out and address poor behavior while creating a safe space for us to, to exist and be nerds together. Um, so that's kind of the my ramblings on about your it. That's where your head space. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, I know I, I'm very fortunate for the, the people that I have met, the other Black creators that I have met through quarantine who I've been uh, just speaking with online and getting to work with and know their work. And um, and, and I don't know, seeing, seeing people flourish. And then these days that are important, like having uh, Black Fay Day or Black Mermaid Day or... Um, BIPOC Vampire Day and having these moments to really support each other and and show representation in these communities. Um, oh yeah, which I think is incredible. Yeah, absolutely. Um, crap! I lost my train of thought. Where were I going to go with this? You're fine. Take your time. <laughs> um, you mentioned TikTok. Um, I assume. I don't think I follow you there. Oopsies. Um, I've known a lot of people have been using TikTok. Like mm -hmm. I just use it to follow people and like kind of get all, I don't know. Cause I, I, I lack, I, I lack the time and just, um, oh man, I guess I could just say I'm too lazy to make any TikTok. <laughs> Cause I look at some of these videos and I'm like, Jesus Christ, how much effort goes into this thing? Like, I think I, the I think TikTok has been a, such an incredible platform to watch creatives grow on, um, and right. even in the, like trends that that people make, like it's just it's so funny, it's so creative. It does have its problems, very much so. That like that, there's no debate uh, about it. But like I did not use TikTok before quarantine at all, right? And, when I started, I was like, oh, like, this is like actually like really fun. It's fun to, to both watch and then uh, create on. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I know one of my all time favorite TikToks when I when when I go into certain streams and they're like they're like the topic of the stream is like, oh, we're just going to chill. And uh, if you guys want to like send some funny videos to react to, uh, like, yeah, I'll, I'll react to it. Mm -hmm. Um, but the one, the one that I always send and so far it's been like every single time they get a good reaction out of it. Cause it brings back 
heartfelt memory is of, of this guy. M maybe you follow him. I don't know. Um, he he talks about how why Disney hasn't hasn't released like a goofy movie soundtrack or like a Powerline soundtrack, and then it shows him next to himself in the car saying, "Probably because a goofy movie isn't that great of a movie," and the guy's like, "What?" <laughs> and then, but then it, it just cuts to when a Powerline song, and then the guy is dressed up like Powerline, and it's just like, oh my god! I love that. A and they just a great movie. What? I love Goofy. I said Goofy movie is a great movie. I love that movie so much. Oh my god! Hang on, hang on. Let me see if I can grab it, like quick. I gotta. Um. Eh. I'll have to send it to you. I'll, I'll DM it to you on Twitter later after this. <laughs> Oh my god, it's a ride. I, it, that was like instant follow. I got instant follow <laughs> this guy. He's got good taste in movies. Right. That's funny. Um, do you have any of your own like personal favorite TikTok creators that you follow? Um, yeah, there's a few. Uh Goodbye Eli uh is is really funny and also like a uh really cool creator. He's a Twitch streamer as well. Um, let me open up my for you page. There's a few people. There's plenty of cosplayers that I follow, and um, also my uh stream team members too, which we'll send like TikToks back and forth to each other and like clips and stuff like that. Um, because I am a part of a stream team now of wonderful um people. Teams called Level Up, and uh, that's also been fun too. Um, let me see. Who oh yeah, your little stream team group that you're a part of. Yes, yes. How, is, how How's that been? Like, I, I imagine it's been great. Yeah, no, it's fun. I mean, I've met uh, an incredible community of people. We play games together. We will do, like, Cosplay Among Us and things like that together. And, like, it's just, they're all just so funny and, and such a joy to hang out with. Uh, it was started by Jeremy Carey and Angina. And, the like, they've just, I don't know, they've cultivated, like, a really cool community of people to hang out with. Um, yeah. so a lot of those creators I follow on here and they'll post their like, um, Twitch clips, like the tech show will post, um, uh, tiny and trash will <clears throat> post Twitch clips. Excuse me. Um, also like a lot of, like I, I follow tattoo accounts. <laughs> like, I don't know. I follow a lot of different cosplayers, um, yeah. small ant I follow on here. Uh, who is also a, a Twitch streamer and YouTuber, and his clips are hilarious. Um, I'm just scro I'm scrolling through like my following account now, because um, a lot I'm of the people that I also follow are like are like friends. So like it's like whether or not they actually post or not. Yeah. Um, the Eric Lewis is hilarious, uh, like a comedian creator on TikTok. Uh, Yadiz is funny. I do follow the Try Guys account. Um, Luxlow, she's wonderful. Oh, I gotta um, find her. Yeah. Um. Oh, uh, not. I don't. I never know how to pronounce their name, but not not a notics art. N o t a q u e art. Such a funny creator. It's all like video game and RPG and JRPG memes. N O T A Q U E. E S. Yeah. Not not. I found them. I don't know how to say it, but um, they are incredible. 
Sailor Goon is a great cosplayer. Um, yeah, lots of lots of fun. Winter Vanity is funny. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I may not be able to have that level of creativity, like make a TikTok. Maybe I will one day, but like for now, I'm just like, let me just laugh and adore all these people on TikTok that I'm currently following. Like I'm on your profile, like right now, and the fucking. <laughs> Apollo's kind of hot. Who oh, the hell yeah, is that? Yeah, the I bird? That, that's the, so, uh, for some reason, my Twitch chat is obsessed with Apollo. And I bring it up often. And I'm like, y'all, he's a bird. <laughs> it's still a bird. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, sweet. Oh, that is great. Yeah, but it's, uh, I don't know. I, I think TikTok's fun. If, if not to make them, just like just watching as well is just so funny yeah yeah i gotta eh, i'm sure i'll figure something out one day <laughs> <laughs> um circling back to cosplay to get more oh i'm not gonna worry about that anymore uh my show i do what i want um <laughs> so with conventions slowly backing opening up um i mean they kind of have been this year i know from like you had said earlier that you're not really sure when you'd go back, I mean, I imagine hopefully you'd want to go back sometime next year. Oh, yeah, I miss um, it desperately. Like, I, 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 I really miss conventions. This, I think yeah. my my current holdup is still, like, I don't really like going into, like, large indoor events. I feel more comfortable going to to large things if it's all outdoors. Um, I still feel kind of a little, like, anxious in like indoor events where there's a lot of people saw so the idea of a, like an indoor convention. Like if there's like a con cosplay event that was outdoors, I would definitely like 100% jump on it. Still being indoors, I still kind of feel a little anxious. Um, I was thinking about going to MAGFest that is in January. So I'm, I'm still trying to figure oh, out yeah. if, that's, um, if that's what I'm going to do, but. Yeah, wait, there's a part of me that wants to try KatsuCon. But um, well, Katsu was always so crowded that I'm just like I don't I don't know if I. Yeah, I mean, I, I only know a couple people that are going that I miss dearly and would love to see them. But mm -hmm, I mean, mm -hmm. there's always the chance that I could try to get to some of them just to video chat and catch up with them. Yeah. But for me, as of right now, um, I'm at, I actually have uh, PAX East 2022 in the books. Oh, okay. Uh, because well, because actually, um, they had this nice deal where PAX East 2021 um, had their online event, and I managed to get a press pass for the event. Oh, that's wonderful! But then they had they had a um here I get I screenshotted both of the documents just to like remind myself like no yeah let's see I'm hoping this will be like this will be uh, come through but um. It said, media registration for packed online eats is open now. If approved, you get a free premium badge for packed eats online 2021. And mm -hmm. a badge a badge for a future in-person packed event in 2022. Oh, oh so, yeah, yeah so <laughs> that makes sense. If so, you I mean. Them, like you're going for free. Essentially, yeah. And I mean. Yeah. I would always go to that one because Boston's not that far of a ride for me. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. But like this, this, 
this weekend is particularly hard, and I guess the next couple of weekends for me personally, um, due to the fact that uh, my dad's uh, passing anniversary is coming up, and then also the also the fact that New York Comic Con was always his and mine's special trip, Oh. Mm, mm-hmm. and it's going on this weekend, and I just I couldn't I couldn't string it together due to other personal reasons, um, Yeah. Mm-hmm. mostly trying to save money. Because of a lot of stuff, so that's why that's also why Capricorn's kind of on the fritz for me. Because it's like ah, Mm-hmm. let It's a me lot to try, balance, yeah. let me yeah, let me try to save money so I can kind of go all out for Pax East. Mm hmm No, that makes sense. Yeah, so I'm curious to see because I mean I've been reading or hearing stuff about like you know past convention and people getting COVID, like people from like Colossal Con East got it, some people from Dragon Con got it. Um, so I'm interested to see how New York Comic Con fares. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And it's always like, uh, just trying to see like different conventions protocol Yeah. and, and how they are handling and whether or not they'll stick to what they say that they're planning to do. Um, Yeah. I mean, as sorry, go ahead. far yeah, yeah. As far as I'm aware, um, they. NYCC did require all attendees to be vaccinated, Mm-hmm. Yes, I that think was to required. some extent, and and the fact that they just let less people in. Right. They sold less badgers, and it was also a shock to see how far, like I think I got the notification today, or like I saw on Twitter that, oh, Sunday badgers are finally sold out. Mm-hmm. Which is bizarre, because in reality they'd be gone in like the first couple of weeks, or like the first day of... Mm It being going to get going live. right. Right, but I, I think people still feel... hesitant especially with Oh yeah. like different covid rates and in, in different states and things like that like whether or not they're physically able to go you know if they are high risk and they don't want to you know risk going out to a con Yeah. and i mean vaccinations are important everybody should get vaccinated But just because you are vaccinated does not necessarily mean that you can't catch COVID and still transmit it. So there's Yeah. always still, it's a lesser risk of catching COVID if you have a, you know, vaccine required event, but the, the risk is still, is still technically there. So I can understand people's hesitations for, for Right. you know, buying out badges right now. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um so you still you you have you have Magfest hopefully in your sights for next year. Um any Cosplays that you're currently working on, aside from Noelle, or is she, like, the only current? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, Noelle's the big build right now. I have a couple of Halloween uh, costumes that I'm working on. Um, it's like a little surprise for the end of the month. Um, Ooh. <laughs> so that'll be just like good old meme fun. Because um, I, I okay. don't like, I usually, I don't usually do serious Halloween costumes because. I do everything else seriously <laughs> throughout the year, semi-seriously, because I still do memes throughout the year, but, you know, so, No, um, yeah. like, I was, like, Popeye's chicken sandwich one year, like, it, like, I don't take Halloween seriously, and so, uh, I'm working on a couple of Halloween costumes for later this month, um, and then the Junji Ito, um, inspired makeup series that I'm working on are the big things Yeah. for right now. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the age old meme of cosplayers work 
throughout the whole year, Halloween their day off. I think yeah, I think last year I didn't even dress up. I think I wore a onesie last year and was just like, that's that's it. That's the day. Yeah. No. I just comfier that way. Mm. Um trying to think before we wrap up. Mm -hmm. Um, throughout your throughout the process of making Noel, I think. Is a good um what has been your favorite part of the the would have been the armor making for Noel? Was it like some yeah, of the I, sewing I think, or I think I mean a foam smithing like is my favorite. Like I love making any kind of thing out of foam. So the armor, the um accessories that she has, um that has been really fun. Yeah. Um Sewing the like maid dress underneath has been interesting. Um, <laughs> you know, like I think it's like the cleanest sewing job that I've ever done, but it's also, you know, the most time consuming trying to get every little detail like just right. But that sure. that's been fun too, constructing uh, a fun challenge making the maid dress for her. So I think those are the most two. I mean, I'm not a fan of sanding and like priming to paint. Um, and s some aspects of the painting I'm not too fond of <laughs> either. Yeah. So that has been less than ideal in making Noel. Um, <laughs> but I also did just get for the first time an airbrush machine. So detailing Ooh. has been a lot of fun. Ooh. Actually, I that bet. might have been my favorite part. I bet. Yeah. It's always fun when you level up your cosplay gear and then yeah. you, go, you go ham. Yeah. And then find your new love for the next talent or many other cosplays that you do. Right. I, yeah. Airbrushing that that's been super fun. I, I told myself the next thing that I was going to really work on was like, um, casting things. So making molds of pieces and like casting them in like different, um, oh, resin like work, resin yeah. in the app. Cause I'm not too great at that, but then I, I, Noelle has some pieces that you could do that with, but not too many that you can't already make with foam. So I think right. for whatever my next large build would be, that's going to be probably the, the biggest focus of it. Try to learn and learn and then by extension acquire like a skill for resin casting, whether it's like jewel, yeah. or jewelry or stones or necklaces or. Cause that's what I, that's what I like to do with every one of my costumes is try to find something that I can like really work and challenge myself and learn how to do either new or better. Yeah. Um. So I think that's like half of the fun is just trying to figure figure my way out like around a skill, and so um, like with Noel specifically, it was definitely getting this maid dress together was the biggest challenge. But um, yeah. uh, in the future, like resin casting would be great because I'm terrible at it. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. For sure. Um. Yeah, I guess this is a good place to wrap it up um unless you got anything any like last minute thing you want to talk about that came into your head or i mean this is this is great it's always great talking to you this is a, a fun time Aww. fun conversation to have um yeah i guess it would really just be like you know if, if anyone is interested you can find me on falafel cosplays virtually everywhere uh same username on twitch tiktok uh instagram twitter and the yeah. like um yeah, that's the biggest thing right now. And then we're we're getting ready for my first twelve hour stream on Halloween, so on Sunday the thirty first. Um, oh, so that that'll be fun as well. What's the what's 
okay so 12 hour stream halloween what's is, is it strictly gonna be spooky games or uh no there'll be some community games some cosplay stuff we'll play a few spooky games um i have to eat at some point so there will be a couple of just chatting slash uh unintentional asmr oh <laughs> um, damn yeah you're gonna like, go all in on this thing yeah yeah, yeah no it's, it's a celebratory stream for passing 1k on twitch um Congrats. so so nice, thank nice. you so much thank you so it'll it'll be a fun time yeah yeah, that's, that's, yeah, you did all the work for me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, stay tuned for more episodes. I know there will be one upcoming about the DC Fandom online event. See how that goes on to its second year. Um, I'm hoping to connect with other cosplayers in uh, just narrowing date down with uh, Bombshell Cosplay, Skyline Stars, um, Vanity Fox is one. Uh, possibly talk about Etchy Expo that happened a couple weeks ago with the cosplayer that was there. And there's one cosplayer that I freaking adore that I consider like a dream guest for me. So I'm not mm. going to say it because I don't want to jinx it. But she did say potentially sometime in November. So definitely look forward to that. And um, I tr we kind of abandoned the idea of trying to get a cosplayer or someone that went to either... Fan Expo Boston or Dragon Con because it's it just been a it it's been a little bit of a difficult struggle. Yeah. So I've kind of just given up on those two uh, episode ideas. But that's my game plan. Always love doing these episodes for you guys. Uh, I adore Falafel a lot. Thank um, you. I'm ho wait trying to think. Wait, hang on. Okay, yep, just had to swallow. Uh. No, we haven't met yet, so I owe you a giant hug one one of these days. Yeah, we haven't met in person yet. No, we haven't. It's funny. Yeah, it's wild. Hopefully that'll, hopefully that'll change next year. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see the state of the world. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But that'll be it for this episode of Cosplay Bites, episode 70. Holy shit. <laughs> uh, thank you all for tuning in, and I will see you all in the next episode.